Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and your host. And but this again today on a fabulous Family Foundation Friday. I have to say that every once in a while, David. Yeah. Yes. This just, is a fabulous. Family. Yeah. It is. It really is. And uh, my co-host David Walls of the Family Foundation is with us. Thanks for joining us again, David. It's good to be with you for the second time this week. Greg. That's right. That's right. And we're going to talk about yeah. that because we got a lot to cover. It has been a very encouraging week for those who stand for true choice and for life and. Uh, a lot of other things going on there. You're going to hear about that. But I want to start, David, with this. On Tuesday of this week, we had the first annual Kentucky March for Life. And it had been zero and sub-zero leading up to that, right? Uh, We were hoping for sunshine. We got the warmer weather, but it rained. And yet the estimates were 2,500 to 3,000 people in an in-capital event, maybe one of the largest ever to fill inside the Capitol. Uh, I, I thought I thought Adia and Kentucky Right to Life did a yeah. wonderful job. The speakers, the lineup, the singers, uh, the comments, the testimonies. And so I want to hear your side of it because you were one of those speakers. And I got to say this before I pitch it to you, brother. Adia was concerned about everybody being involved in what you understand that. Yeah. You've you've organized things yeah. before. But she came to you near the end of the session we were involved in specifically and said, I, I need to cut you. And then she came back and said, no, 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 make it short. And brother, you, you did that and you did a fabulous job. And not only did you do a great job in the time you had, and I'm not saying it's just because you're a friend and a co-host, but you were very gracious about it. And I know some other people that got cut short and they weren't as gracious. I, I love them. I, that's great. But I really appreciated that. It said a lot to me about you, and I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to be a friend and of you and the Family Foundation. Yeah. So thank you, and now I'll pitch it to you. Yeah. Your your thoughts on the March for Life. Well, I, I appreciate those kind words, Greg, and it was a fabulous job, and I want to echo what you said. Uh, a huge, uh, just, you know, uh, kudos, uh, <laughs> yeah. more than that, to, yeah. to Adia and Right to Life and the other Right to Life chapters. Yes. and. Uh, you know, so many other pro-life uh, organizations that help mobilize and get a great crowd there yeah. on a downright balmy day. But it was so beautiful just to see everyone, particularly some of the young people, the buses yes. of, of, of kids. Uh, young um, young people and teenagers that were willing to march even in the rain and the umbrellas up to the Capitol, uh, and then to just fill uh, fill the Capitol from from ground level up to the third third, third level. As I was looking up, yes. seeing seeing folks up there, all the speakers did a great job. You did a fabulous job in seeing uh, a portion now, of the that event. That was an easy part, and I appreciate what you said. And look, I've, I, we've helped host enough events to recognize, and this is my commitment. To anyone that ever asked me to come speak, <laughs> I will do my darnest to stay in the time allotted because I know that once yeah. you get behind, it just starts it's, spiraling. It snowballs. It starts yes. snowballing. Yes. Yes, it but does. it was a beautiful day for life at the Capitol. You know, and even even bigger than that, I know a number of states have been having marches for life. They had the, the March for Life in D.C. Mm-hmm. where I think over 100,000 people yeah. braved the oh, snow. Oh. Uh, it's just uh, it's encouraging to be reminded because – you know, one of the takeaways that we continue to have, Greg, and we continue to thank the Lord, you know, this was the 51st, uh, we, this week was the 51st anniversary of Roe, yeah. but we're a year and a half post Roe coming down because Dobbs, of Dobbs, right. yep. as we continue to thank the Lord for that, reflect on the tremendous loss of life that we've experienced in this nation. We continue to need to recommit ourselves to stand for life in every arena, yes. and that's at the local level. That's at the state level, yes. and that's at the national level. And I was thankful for the opportunity 
also this past Sunday to be able to share a, a Sanctity for Life uh, update at uh, Church of the Savior, and they're just such a great congregation yes, here here in our yes, listening area. And and Pastor Steve Pearson preached a whole message on the issue of life, and I know so many other churches did. So it starts at the church. Yes. And then from there, as believers, we've got to engage the culture around us. And to see that many folks turn out at the state capitol was an encouragement. And I'll tell you what else, Greg, one of my big takeaways was the encouragement it was to legislators. Because there was a part in the program where a large portion, not everyone was able to make it. There's a lot going on. But a big portion of the pro-life caucus, which are huge, big majorities in both the House and the Senate, they were able to come stand there together. And then to have that that crowd really just stand up and thank them and and Mm -hmm. encourage them with the loudest roar for the work that they've done to protect preborn life. That was the encouragement that they needed, mm-hmm. and I hope that will um, that will convict them to stand firm for the yeah. rest of this legislative session as we continue to advocate uh, that the path forward for Kentucky is to push forward promoting yes. life, not looking to move yes. backwards. Which was your point, yes. as you've been saying, which was awesome, and you made it clearly in your short yeah. time. It was great. Uh, I love what you said. I thought that was a great moment to see probably 60 to 70 of them there yeah. of, of the, I don't know exactly how many are in the pro-life caucus, yeah. but it was a great number yeah. all across the rotunda there. That was encouraging. There were many other things. Uh, I do want to tie something together. You said there, David, we got, first of all, we had the youth, yeah. uh, the, the younger generation. And one of their signs was, I am the post row generation. Right. Yeah. And I said to them in one of my comments was, I hope there's many more to come. Yes. Many more to come. So we're praying for that. Uh, it was exciting. It was a good day. But uh, I, the, one of the testimonies, and I had an opportunity to interview she and her husband, was Crystal York, yes. who was conceived in rape. And of course, one of the things we've been talking about in, in, the, in the, the pro-abortion side, let's just call yeah. it what it is, pro-abortion, is uh, is trying to say all we want are exceptions, but when you read as we have here on this show, their comments, we know that's just the crack in the dam. Right. Uh, they want abortion on demand anytime, uh, and here was Crystal being conceived in rape, and she literally talked about five generations from her grandmother's prayers for her mother. Yeah. She conceived in rape, had Crystal. She's now married, has three kids and three grandkids, and they're serving the Lord. She and her husband serve in a, a ministry down in uh, Somerset. Uh, Somerset, yeah. exactly right. And that was beautiful. And there were many others. Everybody yeah. really did. Even if they went long, they did a fabulous <laughs> job. Yes. They really did. It was wonderful. Yeah. So that was a great day. It then was. I know that yesterday... You attended another rally in Frankfurt. Tell our listeners about that. Yeah, it's yeah. It would, this is a school choice week, really across the nation. So okay. a lot of uh, a lot of activities and events across the nation, different state capitals. But uh, just a great event here in in Kentucky, uh, promoting school choice. Uh, you know, it was uh, great to hear from um, State Representative. Uh, Tipton, who is the chair of the House Education Committee, mm-hmm. and uh, shared at this. But as you and I have talked, uh, there really is a, a big effort and continued momentum to uh, to move forward on school choice in Kentucky, and that's going to require a a proposed constitutional amendment, so the voters in Kentucky can affirmatively go vote for school yes. choice yes. and say the we people w- get to choose, right, 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 and so we can say that we want to allow 
the opportunity to have school choice and educational freedom in Kentucky. It wouldn't prescribe a particular program at this point. No, it would right. just open the right. door because of an adverse, uh, really adverse Supreme Court decision that happened. And um, so there's been a lot of activity on that. We've already mentioned, you know, one school choice amendment bill by uh, Representative Josh Calloway, who's yes. been such a champion. He's carried bills on this topic before. Uh, that bill, House Bill 208, has already been filed. Uh, there may end up being other bills. Right, right. Uh, and I think everyone involved in this just wants to see uh, the best possible, uh, the best possible language and opportunity for voters to have a clear, concise um, yeah. ballot language to yeah. understand yes. so they can go affirmatively say, yes, we want an opportunity for every child in Kentucky. Yeah, every to have, parent to make that choice right. for their children. For right? their and children. Yeah, right. exactly right. So. And I know just to the north of us, because we're going to transition into this, just to the north of us in Ohio, we had another positive development. Yeah, yeah. Transition into I'm not, that's there's a there's a joke there <laughs> yeah, somewhere. No, good, no yeah. I won't go there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, we've we've been uh, sharing updates about this, encouraging folks to pray about this. But uh, now the uh, the Senate right. in uh, Ohio, the last step has overrode their governor's veto right. of their bill to protect children from gender transitions, and then also uh, to protect female sports yeah. as well. Yeah. And so uh, Ohio now joins Kentucky. Uh, and and there's 23 states, yes. 23 yeah. states that in some form or fashion have protected kids from these harmful gender transitions. So thankful for the work that our um, that uh, our family policy allies in Ohio and so many others have done, advocating to override a very disappointing veto yes. from the governor. But the good news is the march to protect kids yeah. from radical transgender ideology and this false at all levels at all levels yes. and this this false idea that somehow it's uh, medically acceptable yeah. to mutilate children chemically or physically. Uh, We're yeah. seeing this uh, right. hopefully go into the ash Turn, bin of history. Yes, I hope so. 23 states in just about three years, and we've got to continue moving Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. And speaking of which, you didn't say the word, but you alluded to it completely. That they want to keep saying it's health care to allow kids to have this done to themselves. That's not health care. And we even have an issue here yeah. in our state where that's happened. Yeah. Where a senator, I know you've got a little bit to say, a senator is trying to override Senate Bill 150, which actually gives those protections. Yeah, Greg, just as we were prepping to talk here, our uh, policy director, Michael Johnson, alerted me that uh, it, it's actually a, a, some, some representatives. A House bill has been filed, okay. just filed. We haven't seen the language. I don't think it's posted yet. But according to what's being shared in, in some of the media, there's been a bill filed to seek to try to repeal most of SB 150, specifically the protections for yeah, kids. Yeah. And they're calling it health care. Now, look, the reality yeah. is that bill passed overwhelmingly, yeah. uh, you know, and then they overrode our governor's veto of that bill. I don't see that really taking off. But you mentioned the language that gets used. Yes. And I just saw some messaging from some of the from some of the. Louisville uh, legislators that have apparently filed this bill saying that they seek that SB 150 sought to strip children's health care and uh, decisions and trusted family doctors and, and, me and mental health professionals. Uh, as you and I just discussed, um, the reality is it is not health care. No. To mutilate no. children's bodies, right. or while their bodies and, and minds are still developing, right? Uh, you know, right. It, it's uh, to say that a, a aspect of mental health is to encourage 
a child to identify opposite of the true uh, reality of who they are, yes. who God created them to be, right. who they're who they're bi- bi- biologically are, yes. is is not mental health care. Uh, and so, um, um, it, but that just goes to show you that the the side that seeks to target children and to use them as a part of their moral revolution was really what this is. They will stop at nothing. We pass a bill, they immediately come back and, and want to repeal it. Right. It's just a reminder, like what just happened in Ohio, that we have to keep championing these issues day in and day out. Well, vigilance and diligence. Yeah. And on the opposite side of that, Representative Shane Baker yes. is working to do some things. Yeah, well. and, and we'll was, follow back up on this, but but our good friend, Representative Shane Baker, has filed a very important bill, House Bill 304, that would actually um, build on SB 150 right, right. in positive ways right. and increase some of the parental rights protections in education and to ensure that parents have the ability to um, to ensure that the law is being followed and that their their rights as parents are being protected. We'll talk more about that. Absolutely. But a lot of activity going on. And as you said, it truly was a, a great a, a yes. great week this week. And yeah. so um, we want to build on that. that. Yes. We want to build on that yeah. with not only prayer, but hands and feet yes. and activity. So we ask you as listeners to stay involved. Uh, contact us. Give him your information again, David, and I'll do the same. Yeah. If you uh, go to our website at KentuckyFamily.org, you can uh, email us uh, at info at KentuckyFamily.org if, you, if there's ever any questions. And a couple of the issues we mentioned, school choice, encouraging our legislators for life. You can go to our Take Action page right now mm-hmm. and send an encouraging message to your yeah. legislators on yeah. those issues. Yeah. KentuckyFamily.org and ours in the ministry is loveandlordship.com. Loveandlordship.com. Find messages, teachings, these interviews. We thank you for that. Um, also, I don't mention this often on this, but in the center of that homepage is our book, The Authority of Love, from which this program is is named and uh we'd love to know what you think about that so jump on there and if if you can't afford one contact me i'd love to get you a copy i do that often i tell everybody it's a donation of zero on up (laughs) so it literally mean that uh and so we thank you for that thank you for joining us today thanks for your prayers thanks always to the lord make it a great day and god bless in the love and lordship of christ stay tuned at 12 45 for my good friend greg horn i'm greg williams and you're listening to the authority of love